to do something this morning, just if you'll allow me just three minutes. And um, I felt super compelled yesterday. I was walking in the snow. I felt like the Holy Spirit really compelled me to um, share this verse with you. And it's in the area of finances. And I'd like to give you an early Christmas gift. I know it's only December 4th, but here comes Christmas early. I'd like to give you um, how to have the supernatural blessing of God on your finances. And we, if you've been to church at 116 for any time, you'll know that I kind of hesitate and maybe to a fault to talk about money. Uh, and there's a reason. It's because it's been abused so much in churches. I'm aware of it and uh, I'm maybe too aware of it. And, but I have uh, an obligation from God in heaven to share with you as a pastor a principle in scripture that will forever and can forever change your life. And it is how to obtain the supernatural blessing of God on our finances. Um, it's not because we need something or God needs your money. It's because God wants to bless us. And at the end of the day, it's an issue of trust. It's an issue of faith. And so I'd like to share that with you this morning. Um, I couldn't sleep at night if I knew that I had a principle that has changed my life and the life of my wife and our family and many of the people in the room. And I didn't share it with you because I felt like you might you might take it the wrong way. <laughs> I can't do that. I got to be honest with you. And I need you to know that whether you give to this church or whether you tithe, that's between you and God. And God loves you the same no matter what. I need you to know that. But there is a principle that we can choose to participate in called sowing and reaping. And it's biblical. And God set it up. In Malachi 3, verses 8 through 10, this is God. And he's speaking through the prophet Malachi. And he says to us and the people of God, he says, will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you robbed me. And I'm going to stop for a second. Many times I don't read verse 8 because I don't like the way it sounds. <laughs> I don't like God telling me, you robbed me. I'm like, oh. Um, have you ever had something caught in your teeth, like a piece of spinach, and you're at dinner with guests, and no one tells you? And then at the end of the day, you go to the mirror and you realize, my goodness, I've had a piece of spinach in my teeth all night long. And my wife, my friends, they didn't have the audacity to tell me. And they're like, wow, we didn't want to make you feel bad. And I was like, I'd rather you would have told me so I could have taken care of that. When God says, you've robbed me, he's not mad. This is God being completely honest with us as his people. I was like, I'm going to tell you straight. You robbed me. So here's what he says. Will you rob me? But you ask, how are we robbing you? And he says, in the tithes and offerings. Because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. He goes on to say, he says, you're under a curse, the whole nation. God's not cursing you. He's like, you're under a curse. You got spinach in the middle of your teeth right now. And here's why. Because you're not tithing and offerings. He says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And that's the church. We tithe, we bring it to the house. Do you know that the way the church operates is it's completely solely funded on the giving and the tithes and offerings of the people. That's it. We're not privately sponsored. There's no private donors. This, there's no government grants, thank God. This, it's all donations. And it's not the large giving of a few. It's the faithful giving of many. That's how God set up the church to operate. It's what pays the bills. It's what pays the staff. It's what pays the rent. It's what uh, uh, takes care of the cost of ministry. And this is how God set up. He says, now bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Then he says this, test me. See if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. This is the principle of sowing and reaping that God set up in scripture. And the tithe is a first fruit. 
mathematically it's 10% and it's the first fruit of what we receive income that we give and God said give 10% back to me it's your tithe and it's not because God needs your money it's because God wants your heart and where our money is our heart is and so he's like trust me with your finances give it back and watch what I'll do now he doesn't have to do anything else if God never gave me another thing in my life the fact that he forgave me and saved me <laughs> I don't deserve that but here's what God said if you will participate in this this thing called sowing and reaping you sow whatever you sow you reap he's like I will pour out a blessing on you that you cannot contain now this has been the story of our lives my wife and I you're like what well, are you the wealthiest in this room not by far <laughs> but I'll tell you what what we have has been so blessed so blessed and I cannot explain it. The houses that we've lived in, we have no business living in, yet God makes a way. The money that God has brought, we have no business making it. My wife started a business two and a half years ago. What he's done with that is, it's unheard of. But we have always tithed, always. Not out of obligation. And the Bible goes on to say, don't ever give out of manipulation or obligation. Do it with a cheerful heart. So I'm not, I'm not there, I have no intentions here to kind of convince you to do this. I simply need to teach. So you understand there is a principle in scripture that will forever change your life financially, financially. Now, I don't know, Bamana, one of our, our resident theologian could probably tell, but I know in scripture about 500 times it mentions faith, about 500 times it mentions prayer, almost 2000 times scripture talks about money. Those numbers are off, but you get the difference there. Not one's more important, but God has a lot to say. The scripture has a lot to say about our money. Here's what I want for Christmas for you. And I'm being 100% honest. I want God to bless your finances, man. I really do. I want him just to bless you so much that, that you, you couldn't contain it. Now, if you don't give, and maybe other pastors won't say this, but I will say this, God loves you and he's still there for you. He's gonna help you, he's gonna be there with you. I promise you that. God does not leave us, he does not forsake us and he will not abandon you. He's not cursing you, he's not doing it. But if you choose, to test God, like, all right, God, I'm gonna participate in the tithe and the offering. There is a supernatural blessing that will come on your finances, supernatural. It'll go further than you ever thought it would go. You'll have more than you ever thought you could have. You, you'll be amazed. We were over at some friend's house the other day, go to our church, and a few months ago, maybe six months ago, they started tithing, started giving. They just felt compelled by the Holy Spirit. I think I shared, and they're like, you know, we're just gonna do that. And I said, like, that's awesome. And we were at their house and they had been, they've been living in this house. They had gone from a one bedroom apartment and they were offered this house that was three times the size, massive yard, fenced in. And we were over there and they were entertaining. And I was like, tell me the story of this house. I was like, well, we started giving, we started trusting God. And someone came to us one day, he's like, hey, I got this house, we're building a new one. Do you want to move in? And they're like, oh, we would love to. That's the best house we've ever seen, but there's no way we could afford it. And the person goes to them, not even a believer, just goes to them as like, well, what do you pay now? Like, well, we're in a one bedroom apartment. I'm like, yeah, but what do you pay? And they told them. And they're like, sounds good. Let's do that. <laughs> and here they are. And I mean, you're talking months after they started being like, and you're like, and everyone's story is different. I've shared many stories from this stage on how God has just provided. And it's different for each one. But I'm telling you, there is a supernatural blessing that will come on your finances. If that could be a Christmas gift that I could give to you, that you could participate in, that's what I would pray. And I hope that you know, um, God has blessed this church. Financially, I've, 
kind of said it in my heart that I'd never be the pastor to get up and do large giving campaigns and try and convince you. We could do that. And there's people in this room that are very skilled at that. I just don't feel like that's God, but it is imperative that you understand there is a principle in scripture that could forever change your life financially. And I hope that you search it and I'm going to be a little more diligent to teach on it so that you know, because we want your finances to be blessed. So I'm going to pray right now for our finances. God, right now, Lord, I thank you. Lord, that you bless us. And there is no condemnation. There is no manipulation. Lord, this is not about money. This is about trust. This is about trusting you with everything we have. Lord, I pray as we put our faith in you with our finances, something as, as, as just minimal as money, that, Lord, you would be true to your word. I know that you are. Your, your word is always true and never returns void. So now I speak a blessing over the personal finances of the men and women in this community. Lord, would you give them raises that they didn't expect, checks in the mail? Lord, I thank you that expenses would decrease, that income would increase. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for, for investments that would take off. Lord, I thank you for just open doors and better jobs and new jobs and raises. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you bless us for a purpose. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that we cannot outgive you. And as we put our faith in you, God, you are our source, you are our provider. And we thank you for that. I speak a blessing now over the finances of the people in this community. I ask you to bless the tithe and the offering. In Jesus' name, amen.